Hello, everybody, and welcome to episode 157 of What a Beautiful Podcast. I'm your host, Jack. And I'm your other host, Andy. And it is not only episode 157 of What a Beautiful Podcast, it's a very special episode 157 of What a Beautiful Podcast. We want to tell the list, the dear listeners why it's so special, Jack. Oh, 100%. That's because we're starting part 7, Steel Ball Run. A new, fresh start in a new, fresh, rebooted universe. No baggage, no nothing. We are, it, I feel clean, Jack. I feel, I think that's the best thing about Iraqi's decision to reboot JoJo is like, I think there was more, more than enough time with those original characters and, and this feels yeah. really fresh. Even, even just talking about this podcast, it, it feels fresh to jump into something mostly totally new, no baggage, mm-hmm. no nothing. I feel scrubbed. Yeah. I feel like I just like <laughs> dove into a big pile of sand. It's just like, uh, oh, the big pile yeah. of sand. See when I think yeah, of just sand, like scrubbed. When I don't, when I think of sand, I don't think clean. I think sticky oh, and gross. Like nice, nice hot sand. Nah, I don't like sand, Jack. Sand mm. is not my favorite thing. Nice old sand scrub. Which right. is funny because this part mostly takes place in a desert with lots because of sand. There's a lot of desert in America. It turns out. Yes, uh, I, I learn. You learn this very quickly when you live in one, like I do now. Because you don't really think about it on the East Coast because the East Coast of the United States is uh, over overbuilt and mostly it, wherever there's not a building, which is which is very rare. There's usually like a tree. Mm-hmm. Uh, here in California, there's a lot of trees and there's a lot of buildings, but there's also a ton of desert, and it's everywhere. A lot of desert. It's everywhere. So much desert. Although me, although you know what's funny, Jack. I, I, let's talk about the. Uh, let's introduce the. Uh, I guess the premise for Steel Ball Run. I, I'll start by saying that. So the very basis, the the Steel Ball Run is a horse race, and what's yeah. really funny, Jack, is it, yeah. it, it it's a race from San Diego to New York, and uh, yeah, <laughs> where I'm on one side, you're oh, on the yeah. other. Yeah, I just put that together. <laughs> it's literally <laughs> like the distance apart for us is the steel ball run give or take so we're gonna start on my side of the country and end on jack's side of the country so like literally the end arc like the requiem arc if you will of steel ball run takes place in new jersey <laughs> which right. i think is hilarious which is really that's funny. where love train is yeah right because <laughs> it's just funny because like i feel like for whatever reason new jersey just became like the ass of pop culture like just the butt of a lot of jokes for whatever reason i mean all right maybe not maybe not for whatever reason we know new jersey very well and like yeah it kind of makes sense some of it it has it coming but other times like some of that is undeserved because it's (laughs) it's a pretty pretty chill place to live honestly yeah if you if you don't spend too much time on the turnpike if you spend too much time on the Turnpike, then yeah, maybe turnpike you'll just say... Turnpike is a straight fucking line, people. It's boring, yeah. <laughs> but there's nothing to it. Yeah, you're just thinking of that stretch 
from like Paramus down past Elizabeth, where it's just industrial wastelands. Like, yeah, that Look, part sucks. There's yeah, I've heard a lot of jokes about Elizabeth, New Jersey, and those are deserved. <laughs> if you get off the exit, if you get off exit thirteen to fifteen. It's like, why does this smell like garbage? Like, literally, <laughs> don't put your windows down, because it's the air is toxic. It's Dude, disgusting. I had a job interview in Linden. Oh, I thought it just smelled like rotten eggs the whole town. <laughs> and people live there. People live, I, I like... I can't understand. Like, right off the, right off the fucking turnpike there. And it's just, how? How do you do that? The world, the world may never know, but no. back in the time yeah. that the steel ball run takes place in the late 1800s, mm-hmm. which in case you didn't know, in case we haven't said it a hundred times, this is a reboot of Jojo's yes. Bizarre Adventure, which loosely is based on the kind of themes and uh, style of parts one to three. And it takes place in a very similar time period as part one, except instead of being in the UK, it takes place in America. So Mm -hmm. while it has a a similar uh, theme to it, the the vibe is totally different. The the change in scenery really changes the way you look at it. And to, to sound like an asshole, there's always a Jonathan, and there's always a Dio, and there's always a Zeppeli. And it's always a lighthouse. Exactly. So there's a lot, there's a lot to pick apart, and we'll do that as we go along. A lot of parallels. Whenever, whenever we can, whenever we notice it, which we should most of the time, but we might miss a couple yeah. things here or there. But we'll we'll try to point it out when we when we see it to help you. We're along. only human. Yeah, exactly. Most of it's pretty fucking obvious. Not it's not you know this isn't like the the Stephen King universe where you have to have a fucking PhD to pick it apart. And a flow chart and, like, a pile of blow and at least one thing a Jim Beam. <laughs> you gotta really get into the mindset of the author. Oh, yeah. Not so much with Iraqi because Iraqi makes his his intentions. You don't really need to dig too deep to understand what's going on in his head. Which, uh... Yeah, he's, he's not... Subtext some, but... Rarely. Not rarely. Not. Yeah, very yeah. much text. This is all text. Mm-hmm. So... I'm really excited to start this, Jack, and I feel like I, I, I'm nim- We've rambled nimble. Enough, I I'm can't even find fresh. the. I'm fresh, nimble, ready to go. So, without further ado, what chapter number is this? Grand total. Can you tell me that, Jack? Wait. Can what you, you Google what you it mean? really quick? Of the sum total of all of JoJo's Bizarre Adventure, what chapter oh, number is this? Oh, Jesus Christ! <laughs> just, just Google it real uh, quick. Uh. uh... <laughs> just i'm sure the wiki will tell you if you look up the steel ball run press conference yeah yeah i'm i'm uh i'm going there i'm going there what fuck fuck <laughs> see this this is why we had scripts scripts where we're uh, going we don't here need we go scripts. All right. <laughs> so steel ball run press conference is volume 81 Chapter 753. Jesus, Mary, and Joseph. Let me make sure those numbers are right. Yes, they are, because the Poco Loco chapter is 754. Woo! Oh, my God, Jack. Oh, my God. Don't dwell on it. You'll go crazy. (laughs) 
that's the thing, right? When you read something this long, like, Jack's read all of One Piece, so he knows even more than I do. You can't really dwell on the number, right? You just gotta, just gotta dive in and just do it. One Piece is gonna hit a thousand in the next year. Are you caught up with that shit? Yeah, I read it weekly. Oh my god. It's insane oh what my One god. Piece is doing right now. Like, what, like... Hunter Hunter, Naruto, whatever. One Piece is still like the the shonen that show like what it, like no tricks, no like dumb like puzzle box whatever. It is just extremely strong in its narrative and its characters and its setting and has never really faltered in that and i love it all right well but, there's we're, there's jack's one piece soapbox but yeah let's, this is my tight one on one piece let's come down from the one piece magic land into the dark dark depths of whatever the hell is going on in jerder's bizarre adventure because it's not nearly as clean cut because steel ball run yeah. gets i i weird. i'm gonna yeah weird like i hate to just keep saying that but it's gonna get weird uh, maybe weirder than most, but also kind of more... It has more of, like, a literature feel than the other JoJo parts, if that makes sure. sense. Like, it's... the right, His writing is never better than it is here. His art... All right, his art gets a little better in, in Jojolian, but I just feel like the, the, <laughs> he was, like, inspired with the writing in this part. But I can go on about this forever. So, Jack, what chapter number start. was... Yeah, what chapter was it again? 753. JoJo's but, Bizarre Adventure, chapter 753, part 7, Steel Ball Run, chapter 1, the Steel Ball Run press conference, from the top, with this great poster of a great man that we will meet soon. But before that, uh, a little bit, alright, this is, needs some, a bit more context, real quick. Uh, yeah. when, when Steel Ball Run first came out, it wasn't marketed mm-hmm. as JoJo's Bizarre Adventure. It was just, it was just called Steel Ball Run. It was marketed as a new manga from Hirohiki Steel Ball Run. So the beginning of this is a little bit of a fake out, but also gives some context to the whole world that this takes place in. So Jack, read us this little page here. To summarize the historical background? Yes. <clears throat> the telephone... That was invented by Alexander Graham Bell in 1876 became a staple in 50,000 American households alone within four years. The steam locomotive that crossed the North American continent reached a top speed of 120 kilometers an hour and an average speed of 88 kilometers an hour. And the public spectator sports frenzy, the Pro Baseball National League, was born in 1876, and the first champion team was the Chicago White Sox. The racehorse Domino was the champion of the Kentucky Derby in 1891 and reigned undefeated as the Black Whirlwind. And in the first International Olympics that opened in Athens, Greece in 1896, each sport had prize money despite strict amateur regulations. A history of sports. (laughs) Mm Mm-hmm. Because it's funny enough, this is about a sport. So we open horse racing, horses. Yeah. So let's uh, love horses. Let's go right into it. Steel Ball Run. And we get a cover page, the Steel Ball Run press conference, and a bunch of Native Americans on horses running across the great fields of North America. Yep. All right. 
Alright, I guess, uh, guess we'll go back and forth here on these characters. We really should, maybe should have talked about who we were going to be beforehand. Nah, you can be, you can be the old lady first okay. and then I'll be this guy. What's all that racket? We got Native American woman in a teepee on the plains uh, talking with another guy here. And we see books fall from this lady's hands. We got Holy Bible, uh, something, something, American something. All right to left, because it, here's it's going to be funny seeing all the anachronisms <laughs> of Iraqi writing something like set in a in like uh, like super America. Like we've had we've had you know New York and Florida, but this is America, America, and the anachronisms get pretty funny. <laughs> yeah, I didn't even know. Now that you pointed out, the Bible looks super weird, written right to left. <laughs> it's that troublemaker Sandman. You can't protect him anymore, Chief. The white man's books. They were hidden in his tent. This is treachery against our tribe and our ancestors. Sandman must receive punishment. He will be scalped. Is there no objection? Oh, oh okay. Here he is. Here's this Sandman, is... our main character. <laughs> yeah, this is Sandman, the main character of Steel Ball Run, being chased uh, by the other people in his tribe who definitely want to scalp him. Yeah, so they are not pleased with this man. Let's find out more about why he's doing what he's doing. But first, also, get... he's outrunning horses. We want to put point that out. <laughs> yeah, he's running away from horses. So. Just a couple, uh, full, here's a, a full t- double page spread of this man outrunning the horses. Mm-hmm. And then more He continues to outrun horses. <laughs> and then the one guy's really confused about it. What the? He's picking up speed? He, he's outrunning the horses? This, this running style. I've seen it before. Where did he learn it? That it's not an Indian running style. That's the white man's running style. The style used by the white man to compete for trophies and prize money. It's used for running short distances. What is everybody doing? Put more into your horses. He's escaping into the rocky hills. Don't let him get close to those cliffs. Sandman, you always separated yourself from the tribe as a child. Like you were making fun of us. It's your own tribe being chased off its ancestors' land by the white man. Are you looking down on us like that? Punishment. Punishment! 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 punishment. One who goes against the laws must be punished. You are unforgivable, Sandman. Comes down with a tomahawk, and he's gone. What? Under the horse? (laughs) Okay, so... uh, so Sandman dives under the horse and gets his face absolutely destroyed by this for- this horse's hooves. <laughs> yeah, but he gets catapulted up the cliff by the horse. What the? He dove under my horse. Whoa! Are you insane, Sandman? What, just what are you thinking? You purposely got kicked by my horse under the rocks and you're still climbing. The arrows! Shoot him with your arrows! Whoa. Just goes to shoot with the arrows, and wow, this is early stand stuff, huh? Yeah. Be- yeah, we see a arm made of sand project out of Sandman's arm. 
that was a bad sentence. I apologize. Um, <laughs> and then he's gone. And then he's gone. Yeah. And the rest of his tribe can't figure out where he went. They see him a little dodge behind a cliff. Where are you, Sandman? Did you really come from the same tribe as me? How did he? And we see that there is handprints uh, etched into the rock where Sandman was that dissolve into the wind. Hmm. All right. All right. So do you want to be character B or Sandman here? I'll be character B. Okay. I think this is his sister. Sandman huffs and puffs, uh, climbing onto the top of this plat- uh, stone plateau. So you were here after all. Huh? Kick. Ah! <laughs> stop Why it! You! Stop it! Please stop it! Sorry! I'm really sorry, sis! Please! I love that this is the voice for Sandman. <laughs> this is it, though. Like, you can't change it now. Yep, nope. He's just gonna sound like a whiny bitch boy, I guess. Fine. Yeah. <laughs> we're going back together, Sandman. I'll apologize with you. Promise to the Elder and the Chief that everyone and everyone that you won't read the white man's books anymore. Apologize and tell them you didn't mean to insult the tribe. You're wrong. That's where our opinions differ, big sis. The white man is the enemy, but protecting yourself by understanding the enemy's culture is another way. Our tribe's way of thinking won't work in these times. Everybody thinks that we're being hounded from our ancestors' land, but the white man's basic concept is money. There's no such thing as the ancestors' land anymore. This belongs to the person that holds the money. You were always like that since you were a child. Once you've decided, you never cooperated with anyone else. That's why nobody ever understands what you're thinking. Big sis, let me show you something. It's over there. Oh, what's this? Etched into the rock of the Hey, it's the, the walleyes. <laughs> Fucking don't. Just... <laughs> Not here. Not yet. <laughs> we see big dimples etched into the walls of the canyon that they're in. Just huge pockmarks about the size of a, like a face. What are these things? Is there something you're trying to tell me? I happened across these things two weeks ago. Did someone carve them out? Or did they scrape them out? They're perfect spheres. How did they do it? These are all perfectly smooth. Each one of these fits, each one of these pits is a perfect sphere. And they would have to scrape at an incredible speed to make so many of them. So what? I also found some of the white man's books here. This was done by a white man? You never said the white man was so close to us. Take it easy. This guy was alone, and he's not an enemy. He didn't come here looking for gold mines or to steal anything. How would you know that? He was training here, in this wasteland. Training? We also seclude ourselves to the mountains to hone our hunting skills, don't we? I can tell by the tracks he's been running. Running through this place again and again. Look at all these tracks here. They're incredible. He's been jumping here. Uh, Sandman jumps like 20 feet into the air. (laughs) Amazing! He reached at least 8 meters with one leap. Three horses worth. I just discovered that he was running with something in the sand. Stone or iron. Something very heavy. 
Is that it? Is that what scraped the holes in these walls? Just what are you trying to tell me? Big Sis, I wanted to say goodbye. I won't be coming back to the village. I'm going on a trip. This is a newspaper. Can you read it? It says, Steel Ball Run Race. Opening prize money will be given to the winner. Fifty million dollars. Enough of the white man's money to buy this wasteland. Our land since our ancestors' time. Now for something completely different. Yep. Uh, the inside of a period home. We have a butler, big nose. We got a young girl. And how would you describe Stephen Steele to someone who's never read this? Um, I'm interested. So he's got... His face isn't that weird, but he wears these goggles and his hair looks like he like cut it out of construction paper and taped it to his head. Fair. This is some of the early instances of the really bizarre hairstyles. Yeah, um, and it only gets weirder. It only gets weirder. But Jack, I was gonna, I was gonna say, what if Doc Ock was doing like a weird turtle cosplay? <laughs> okay. Yeah. I, I can I can see the visual, but Jack, when I look at Steven Steele, I just by the by the grace of the muses hear your voice coming out of him. Thank so. You. Uh, I, it was preordained that you'll be voicing Steven Steele. <laughs> I'll be voicing Mr. Steele. All right, I gotta gotta really dig deep for this one. Do the do the butler. Yep. We've had complaints, Mr. Steele. The special toilets built on the beach are overflowing with waste. There is a horrible smell, and maggots are swarming. A kid even fell into the waste. We don't have enough tents. We've had a fire from those tents, and a lion and Komodo dragon have escaped the cages. We don't have enough drinking water. The Orientals are killing, cooking, and eating the dogs. Ooh. Great. Ru- rough. <laughs> rough. Yeah, rough stuff. Y- huge oof. Anyway, the French are laying on the beach with their dicks and tits. <laughs> Do you remember any of this, Andy? I no, didn't. no, I don't remember this. <laughs> Apologies in advance for any of this stuff. We usually skip over any of the really objectionable things, but this this is kind of just anachronistic and weird. Yeah. This, um, okay. Okay. Hanging out, and a fight may break out because of it. What's a Komodo dragon doing on the beach anyway? Understand this. You take care of the trouble. That's your job. That's what I'm paying you for. You're supposed to take care of this. Don't bother me with it again. Brilliant. Excellent. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. No way Stephen Steele has a low voice. That's Mountain Uh. Tim. (laughs) Mr. Steele sounds very weedy, like a car that uh, is not getting enough air. <laughs> but Mr. Seal, there are too many unpredictable events occurring right now. We predicted there would be 500 participants in this contest. There are two days before the race starts. About 2,000 people from all across America are gathering on this beach. More will come. The number of horses will be threefold, and many spectators and related guests will come. We should celebrate this, but there is a certain chance this right this race might be over before it even begins. Damn. All right. You can add another million. Do something about it. Go over the budget and increase our capacity fourfold. 
and tell those foreigners, oh, you know what? I'm not going to read that. Oh, no, dude, no And if way. they don't quit it, kick them out. Maybe because of their culture religion, but so what? As long as they're on this beach, they're under my rule. It's the, uh, what's the butler? Okay. I'm just reeling. Now, yeah. let, it, let it be known that Iraqi, even as a Japanese man, has written some objectionable We don't things. know what the Raws actually say, and we both know that JoJo scanlations have been hit and miss throughout the years, so... I'm not, that's what's on the page, but I don't think that's what's on the page, if you get my meaning. Yeah, we'll never know. Anyway. Yeah. We should move to another room, Mr. Steel. The Steel Ball Run press conference is about to start. Right. I'll be there soon. We get a uh, big yeah. group shot with a ton of horses and a ton of people on horses. Mm-hmm. Uh, this horse's teeth is horrifying on the next page. <laughs> oh, I was going to point out that some of these horses look pretty good. And yeah. then you kind of zoom in on some horses and it's like, that doesn't look like a horse. <laughs> <laughs> that looks like a weird dog. Oh, yeah. Horse teeth in general are terrifying. Uh, yeah. But we get a bunch of uh, cowboy types. There's a couple people with a old-timey automobile. Um, Steven Steele looking out on all of this. It's also worth noting that these early pages, man, like, the art, he used a lot of really thick lines on these early chapters. It loosens up big time as you get into yeah. it, but, like, the line the line work is really heavy early on. It kind of feels like a, like an old-timey comic book. Yeah. Um, Alright. Steven Steele, still in his room. Uh, the butler leaves. He turns to his young child bride, who is not met yet. <laughs> what am I gonna do? I'm so scared. What's gonna happen if this goes bad? What if this race falls apart? It's alright, Stephen. You've been a promoter for 40 years. Believe in yourself. Do your best, my dear. <laughs> okay, I'll do my best. <laughs> There, there. I'm uh, going to have a lot of fun with Mr. Steele. <laughs> and cut to the press conference. Yeah, Mr. here's the press conference. Mr. Steven Steele, about the Steel Ball Run race that begins in two days. You reportedly explained this before, but please explain it to the news readers around the world. We will then move on to the Q&A. Lots of old-timey cameras. The Steel Ball Run Race will start on September 25th, 1890, at 10am on the Pacific San Diego Beach. The goal will be New York, making it mankind's first North American cross-country horseback race. The distance is roughly 6,000 kilometers. Following this route, the champion will receive $50 million, which will be deposited into the individual's East and West bank accounts. Second place, one million. Third place, half a million. Fourth place, a quarter million. Five, fifth place, 120,000. <laughs> Continuing through 10th place with special prizes present like the Checkpoint Award. Read the rule book for more details. I'm, also, I'm just why are imagine... we talking about kilometers? <laughs> Anachronisms, <What>? baby. <laughs> yeah, just... Yeah, I was going to say that I, I'm now uh, imagining Stephen Steele just saying fifth place. Like, that's just how he talks. Fifth place. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, he does. Yeah. 
as long as the participant is age 16 or older, nationality, race, sex, and pro or amateur status will not be questioned. There is a necessary participation fee, which is $1,200 per person. Let's move on to the questions. Tell us the sponsors of this contest. First of all, your news company, East and West Tri Tribune, has exclusive coverage of this race. Others include the respective publishing companies' hotel groups, including the San Diego Beach Hotel, BNC Meat Packaging Corporation, Winchester Firearm Production, Horizontal Continental Railroad Corporation, Speedwagon Oil Corporation. Ah! He said the thing. There's your first one. There it is. Yeah, yeah keep going. Many other corporations across America are interested in this race. Baron Rockachugo. <laughs> Baron Rockachugo of German royalty has announced participation in a machine called an automobile. Ah, yes, I approved of that. The race's identity is the pioneering spirit. When the railroads were first opened in the North American continent, people said this, The age of the horse is over. This race accepts that challenge. Come with any kind of machine. This race is a first in history. Nobody can predict anything that could happen. With one machine or with one horse. No one has ever raced without rest against competition for 70 kilometers to 100 kilometers per day for a total distance of 6,000 kilometers. It's a I'm going to see what 6,000 kilometers is in uh, people miles. People miles. <laughs> What? Wait a second. What? I thought the I thought the plane ride from here to California was Oh wait, never mind. I was thinking never mind. Okay. So that's that's thirty seven hundred miles. Okay. Alright, that seems fair. Is a horse's running distance of seventy kilometers to hundred kilometers per day a limit? Then it would take roughly sixty to eighty days to reach the goal. Like I said before, we can't predict that. There's a record of quarter horses running a distance of 3,164 kilometers between Missouri and California in 12 days. That was a relay that used 400 horses instead of one. And there was a record in 1851 during the Crimean War where an Arabian horse ran 150 kilometers in a day. But the rider died of exhaustion. I love that Stephen Steele is just a fucking horse dork. <laughs> <laughs> Like, he knows you want to talk horses? I everything horse about horses. He's got every horse fact. <laughs> Thank you for subscribing to Horse Facts. In this race, the exchange of horses is prohibited and results in disqualification. Also, the race goes partially through uncharted territory. That means going through wastelands without routes. And, but still, 60 to 80 days is still the estimated completion time. Any other questions? There are some complaints about the $1,200 entry fee being a money-making racket. $1,200 is the same as a regular worker's monthly salary. I don't believe so. If the participants retired during the race, how would they get back home? Their travel expenses, medical expenses, hotel fees, and food expenses, we will cover all of that. This race is a sport. Will you be allowing the possession of weapons? Hmm... Like the Second Amendment says about the right to bear arms, we cannot take away that. We cannot take that away with our rules. One might have to spend the night in undeveloped territory where there will be poisonous snakes and wild animals. As long as it's not considered criminal behavior, we won't have anything to say about that. The answer is yes. Security during the race should be provided by oneself. You know, now that I think about it, maybe some mm -hmm. of this, like some some of the language used, 
in these parts is trying to get across how people in America in the 1870s most likely talked. It just came yeah. across just came across to me because it's like, yeah, you know, so, some like rich guy in the 1870s would definitely be going on like, yeah, of course they can carry guns on this sport race. Well, that would be ridiculous if they didn't. Again, like part six was a Japanese man's idea of an American prison in Florida. This yeah. is a Japanese man's idea of 1870s cowboy times. Yeah, it's, so I can picture it's a Iraqi pastiche. like thinking like, yeah, of course they're like really racist. Of course they want to carry guns. Blah blah sure. blah. Just yeah, trying to put some context in it because I don't want to. Oh, dis- yeah. I don't want to dismiss it out outright. You know, like that's not fair. But no. Yeah. It's not malicious. There's, I don't think there's any ill intent here. Yeah. And also, like, some of the translation, whatever. Again. Yeah. All right. The champions of the race. <clears throat> the cowboy of Wyoming, Mountain Tim. He annually travels 4,000 kilometers through the pastures with 3,000 cattle. He's quite the looker, too. <laughs> you like how I said that? <laughs> Like I said, I'm going to have a lot of fun here. <laughs> oh, here we, here's our second reference. Yeah. <clears throat> From the Arab country of Egypt, Ern Abdul is there he is. the camel. I, he I, crosses if, the Sahara Desert three times annually. If I had the energy, the will, or the desire to do this, I would just put, like, an air horn every time there was a fucking <laughs> callback. A fucking <laughs> <air> <laughs> <laughs> God, that would be unlistenable. <laughs> but yeah, here's Abdul. Uh, it's kind of a big goof. <laughs> it's just, yeah. it's just Abdul. <laughs> it's just Abdul. Yep. From the Far East, the equestrian master Dot Han. He is the descendant of Genghis Khan of the Mongol nomads that conquered Eurasia. And despite having origins from the low social ranks of England, he was raised by royalty and became a genius jockey of the horse racing world. Diego Brando, commonly known as Dio. Just like the fattest, wettest air horse. Especially considering this is literally like, there's no buts about it. Diego literally is just Dio. Like he looks like, he looks like Araki's later drawings of Dio to a T. Yeah, it's part six Dio, but he put on a horse getup. Yeah. <laughs> well, his genius on the tracks working long distance. Also, how the fuck do you get Dio from Diego? Let's get this out of the uh, way now. Di- how does that work? <laughs> Diego, Dio, Dio. It doesn't is the answer to that. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's forced. It's forced, but it's fine. It's a stretch. The distance is tremendous. Before the finish line, if no one reaches the finish line in New York, then the race is a failure. The spots will be furious, and there will be a total loss of trust in the contest itself. How will you take responsibility for that? I might be eliminated. Beat, beat. That was a joke. (laughs) Failure is... Listen closely. True failure is forgetting the pioneer spirit and staying far away from challenging hardships. There is no such thing as failure in this race. There are only adventurers. The Steel Ball Run race will be an event the likes of which this world has never experienced before. Ah, yes. I, too, love Manifest Destiny. (laughs) I, too, am a true adventurer. (laughs) One more question. 
Is the person behind you your wife? I heard she's 14. That has nothing to do with this race. The interview was over. <laughs> Ask me no questions about my child. Bro. Call call out post for Steven Steele. <laughs> Steven Steele is canceled. <laughs> Yuck. Oh, these guys, these porcupine head guys. Yeah. They show up a lot. Um, I'll be this because you get to be this Italian. Mm-hmm. When the $1,200 entry fee is paid, there will be no refunds due to personal reasons. The start of the race in two days will be held rain or shine or regardless of accidents. Please sign here to acknowledge the rules. We'll record the rider's fingerprints and horse's nose prints on the starting day. Once recorded, exchange of horses or riders is strictly prohibited. This is your identification player card number B636. Also included is the race commemoration badge. Who, what's what's this man writing on the paper here? Can you read that upside down, Andy? I can't. Mm, I think it says, uh, Ilepes Orig. Orig. Org. Orig. <laughs> no, no, no. This, I this, is, right. this is Gyro Zeppeli. Brant, brant. Yeah, Zeppeli. Yeah. Uh, so and we see this he, man has a big old steel ball in a pouch. On here is the first appearance of one of our two main protagonists gyro gyro best boy the legend of legends his hat his weird uh beard thing that kind of looks like the like uh i don't know like masking tape uh the balls everywhere his fucking belt buckle with the hands pointing to his pointing at his dick like oh god what an absolute legend (laughs) all right oh and he Big ol' shit-eating grin and the fucking gold teeth. Go, uh, exclamation mark, go, exclamation mark, Zappelli. He's, (laughs) like, insane. Like, absolutely insane. And now you think I might give him a bad Italian accent like I would Giorno, but I'm actually going to do something a little different because I don't hear Italian accent out of of gyro. I hear something a little different. Yeah. Go go nuts. No! God bless. Yeah. Uh, some Jamook comes up behind Gyro, wanting to touch his balls. Hey, never seen these things before. What do you use them for? He reaches Sla- to touch the ball. Gyro slaps him, but also some mystical force. Oh, this is just a straight up, like, uh, part one panel here, right? Like the fingertips and everything. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Gyro touches this man. And he like bends backwards. My, what the my, my legs? What the hell? I was just making small talk. I was just curious. Why do you have these round things in your gun belt? Is that so? Why can't my my legs stand up? I'm not being held down or anything. Is oh uh, this is that's Jira talk. If there's nothing wrong with the participation fee on the counter, I'll believe you. Count it up, clerk. Ah, there's only $1,180. $20 short. Are there any discounts? Of course not. This isn't a general store. I see. But didn't I just pay? I put it on the countertop. I did. I put it there. I I haven't... Uh, yeah, this is it. I have an issue of receipts, so what's short is short. 
Are you sure you won't give a discount? So it was you after all. Give me the coins you swipe from me. If I'm $20 short, I wouldn't be able to enter the race, would I? No. I wouldn't be able to enter the race and win, would I? Ho! Ho! <laughs> <laughs> uh, coins fall out of this guy's hand. And that was chapter one of Steel Ball Run. Damn. Oh, how many pages was that? <laughs> uh, it was 47. Wow. Okay. Um, here, Here's a addressing the anachronisms and a great sketch of Giorno, by the way. <laughs> Hold on, let's see. Oh, yeah, about numerical values and notation. Yeah. As about you know, numerical values and... Oh, do you want to do it? No, you go. This is, this okay. is your demo. <clears throat> As you know, the units of length are feet and inches in America. And since distance is also measured in miles and yards, it's hard for us Japanese to get a feel for it in an instant. Thus, in Steel Ball Run, all units of measurement are in metric for the Japanese readers to easily understand, and weight is shown in kilograms instead of pounds and ounces. Money is shown in dollars, but its monetary value is shown in modern standards. The reason for this is that payment for a full day's work in 1890 could have been $1. Thus, we wouldn't be sure if 10000 is a lot of money or not. Therefore, $50 million is about 5 billion yen in modern Japan. There you go. That's all right, all well, that's do. an interesting way of going about it. And also, that's not, that is not going to be the last time we call him Giorno by accident. Jack, put one on the counter. Did I say Giorno? Yeah. Motherfucker. <laughs> I'm going to put one in the Giorno jar. <laughs> Every time we call him Giorno, to deposit a dollar, at the end we invest it in something. <laughs> going to buy a sandwich. Yeah. <laughs> invest in myself. Yeah. All anyway, right. chapter two. Chapter two. Jara Zeppeli. Uh, All right, you'd be Poco Loco. Thank God. Alright, so what's the reference to Poco Loco? Is it, it uh, has something on. to do with Poco. Like, from part one. I know that oh, for God. a fact. Poco Loco is a bad search. Um, do, wait, does it have something to do with Poco? That's what I thought. I thought he was supposed to be, like, he's the Steel Ball Run Universe version of Poco. Wait, who is Poco? The kid that hung out with uh, Jonathan and... And Baron Zeppeli and Speedwagon when they were in that town. Wait, that they... kid's name was Poco? Yeah. <laughs> what? I don't know why his name was Poco. It was a town in Victorian London, but his name was fucking Poco, dude. No shit, it is Poco. Look at this kid. <laughs> oh, because it's not listed on Poco Loco. Like, uh, it's Poco the band or Un Poco Loco the song. The song well maybe it's the same musical like they just share the same music reference then oh and also poco from part one okay yeah it's fine yep all right what are you doing poco loco i'm counting counting the clouds in the sky gyro on horse looks great yep beautiful man i wanted to do this before I wanted to see how many clouds I could count in one day. I'm asking you, why are you lying on your ass all day and not working? You know a thing called Tenchu Satsu, old man? I'll say it again. Tenchu Satsu. I went down to the city three days ago. I lost at gambling, so I asked my gypsy landlady to tell me my fortune. I should have done that before I lost. The lowest point in your life is called Tenchu Satsu. But listen, 
I'm the opposite. The opposite of the worst. Starting next month, I'm going to be at the happiest point in my life for two months. Hee-hee! <laughs> so whatever I do, it's all good for those two months. Ah! It's, it's Enya. It's Enya. Enya's the landlady. Give it a fucking peace sign. God damn Great. it. From beyond the grave. <laughs> you mean that dirty old hag who sits around in the streets only during the summer? Yeah. So I'm planning to enjoy that. Happy. Then I'll tell you something lucky. You see that forest? The landlord gave us a job to plow a new field over there. No way, man. That's swampland. From now on, I'm gonna live the easy life. Why don't you do it? People like me and your dead father were freed from slavery 25 years ago. But life hasn't changed one bit. We will never live the easy life. The landlord said to do it in one month. I thought you can handle the job. Hey. I think you should loosen the harness on that horse one notch. That mare is pregnant. About four to five months. Looking at horse shit? <laughs> yeah. Mm. Ugh. Lost count of the clouds. I'll just start over. Which one was the 48th? We even talked it over with the landlord to raise your raise our plowing pay from a thousand bucks to twelve hundred bucks, too. Pocoloco looks at the newspaper that he's been lying on, and it's the Steel Ball Run ba- race paper. Participation fee, $1,200 per person. Oh, man. I pay for the new field. How much do you say it was? Uh, cut, back, to cut Gyro. back to Gyro and this, this guy. Get, <laughs> getting his money back. <sighs> oh, we got the SBR, like, military police coming in. It's like, come on! Yeah! <laughs> I'm calling the sheriff right now. That man did steal your $20. I can deal with that later. If you counted up the money, give me the receipt. And don't address it to sir, either. And put today's date on it, too, no? So, which tent will I be in until the start of the race in two days? It's not over, man. Turn around. You think you're so big over $20? Is that your weapon? That dirty round thing by your side is your weapon? Well, go ahead and do it. Just kill me with that thing. Hey, Don't... shut up. Just shut up and wait for the sheriff. Oof. Guy pulls out his gun, tries to shoot Gyro. That's not a good idea. Ha! You're dead. Uh, what? Oh, he stole one of the SBR cops' guns. Sorry. Yeah. Damn! He got my gun! <laughs> oh, why you? If I felt like it, you'd be dead now. You're perceptive, but such an easy kill. You didn't catch me right when I took the cash from you. You listen to me, you bastard? I'm faster than you. I won't settle it like this. You humiliated me. I'm going to stalk you down. I'm going to enter the race. I'm going to stalk you and block your whole way through. Stop it. Just shut up, you thief. I'm seriously thinking about annoying you for the bottom of my sook. <laughs> if you're done talking, give him back the gun. Cops are oh. confused. 1870s America, duels are legal. Let's go. <laughs> I'm not going to charge him. I'll forget about it. Let him go and give him the gun back. 
they just do, even though it was one of their guns. <laughs> <laughs> and the guy is also, uh, what? Oh, this guy is wearing a commemorative hat that says San Diego to New York. <laughs> God bless. <laughs> I'm glad to know this Steel Ball Run Race has, like, Disneyland merchandise. <laughs> Steven Steele is nothing but a shrewd businessman. Mm-hmm. Nothing if not a shrewd businessman. Uh, Gyro menacingly unclips one of his steel balls. I guess it's arguable if Steven Steele is the speed wagon stand-in in the SBR universe. Like, I always maybe... thought he was. Yeah, I always thought he was, too. I'm not 100% There's also sure. the speed wagon people, so... Yeah, so who the fuck okay. knows? <laughs> Whatever. Pick it up. But if you do, that'll be the sign. If you're really gonna bother me. Uh, coming up behind these cops is our other main character. Yeah, you, you can be this uh, wheelbear, uh, wheelbear, wheelchair bound <laughs> wheelbearer. Lad. Wheelchair bound uh, lad. What is what does Johnny sound like? I, I already done weedy high pitched. <clears throat> I'll figure it out as I go along. Yeah. What is it? What's all the noise? Damn it, this is really bad. Let me through. Where's the sheriff? Get him over here quick. You guys, what is it? I can't see in front of me. Move it. Damn, I can't see, jerks. Uh, guy going for the gun, staring down Gyro. (laughs) This is like, this is really setting the tone real early Mm -hmm. on. Just like a classic. Cowboy hellhole. Yeah, it's just like, okay, for the last six parts, Araki has spent years making references to, like, 80s stuff, 90s stuff, early 2000s. He had an itch, oh, a, a big Western itch to scratch, and he's, like, dumping it all over these early chapters. <laughs> Saying like, you have a Western itch is so bad. <laughs> <laughs> It's like, oh man, you need to get that cream. <laughs> like, you can't be oh, having no, that in this dude. house. Oh no! <laughs> I don't want to hear right. talks about the Western inch and cream in the same <laughs> sentence ever again. <laughs> All right, let let the sheriff through. <laughs> yeah, let him through over there, sheriff. No fights are allowed on this beach. Yeah, you serious about this? It's just a joke. Hey, we're all joking here. I'm getting scared by your face. Everything I said was just a joke. I'm just a pickpocket. Good luck with the race, I mean. <laughs> Uh-oh. He goes to... Uh, sh- he tries, tries to catch him off guard. Goes to shoot him, but Gyro hurls the steel ball into this guy's the, arm. And yeah, right into his one armpit. Of, one of the uncountable shit-eating, shit-eating grins... That come off of Gyrocephaly in this part. Just and the the ball begins to spin very fast in this man's armpit. Mm-hmm. And ah! returns to ah! Gyro. Oh boy. And, all right. We got an we got an Uzumaki spiral in this man's uh shoulder region. <laughs> continues, continues. I'm not a nice guy. Let go of that gun and see a doctor before lunch. You bastard! Goes to shoot Gyro. Gun points at himself. Fires. Uh, Is that guy dead? Yeah, that guy's dead, dude. Holy shit, that guy's dead. (laughs) He shot his brains out. Wow. Sheriff! We should... No. 
It's no problem. It was just a duel. No laws are broken. Let him go. The duel is fair on both sides. You saw that! What did he do? He threw that steel ball at his belt at the gunman's arm, then it accidentally bounced back! Oh, the wheelchair man is here. No, no! Move! I told you guys to move! Oh, that's Jai, sorry. Oh, yeah. Move! I told you guys to move! Let me through! That's wrong. That's not what happened. The steel ball was spinning at a high speed. It was still spinning when it hit the guy's arm. Hey, you! What's with that steel ball? Let me see it one more time. Hey, don't touch it. It's still spinning. So it's still spinning in Gyro's ball belt. Mm-hmm. But the wheelchair man touches it the and ball suddenly... belt is really funny. Ball belt. Love ball <laughs> belt. And suddenly the wheelchair man is lifted up out of his wheelchair. And for Cut a to second, his legs exposition. Work. Yep. This story. Oh no, this is this is still just Johnny. <clears throat> This story is the tale of me starting to walk, not in the physical sense, but in the adolescence to adulthood sort of way. My name is Johnny Joestar. After meeting that man, Gyro Zeppeli, who is full of mysteries from beginning to end. Wait, does that just end like that? Well, I think it's what's read. Full of mysteries from beginning to end. Oh, there it is. Yeah. Okay. Do you want to you want to cut it there? Yeah, to, that's yeah. that's a, that's a good place to cut it. I I could read this forever, Jack. Oh yeah, it goes down like butter. Yeah. Especially when you see like the the line. No, it's still the the thick line work, but the colors look. Uh, oh god, the better. fact that I this is my first time reading it in color, and it's just like, man, oh man, can never go back to black and white, Joe. Can't do it. <laughs> I th- I think the black, especially for Steel Ball Run and Jojolian, I think the black and white holds up very well. No, there's nothing wrong with it. It's just that it's also like the what I read it in first. Yeah, it's just after reading all this in color, it's just so hard to imagine Joj not in color. Like I, I think it adds a lot to it because like it it just brings out the the personality of it so well. Because like. Just you know, for shits, I'm rolling back to part one to see what this looks like in black and white. Oh, God. <laughs> it's just all black Ooh. and gray tones everywhere. Holy shit, it still looks awesome. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it looks real as shit. Yep. God, part one is so good. The, the original art for part one. It's like, it's such a, uh, an amalgamation of every 80s mind. manga troupe. <laughs> yeah. And it's only 44 chapters. God bless. Yep. But yeah, that was the first two chapters of Steel Ball Run. Yeah, it's certainly a way to start it. Start off with our definitely main character, uh, Sandman, who we're not going to hear from again for a while. Yeah, and we're never going to hear from St- Sandman's sister ever again. Nope. And we're introduced to Poco Loco for a hot second, which may seem like a weird thing, but... To get him an introduction, not the other racers, but Poco Loco is going to be a lot more important than you might I think. Love Poco Loco. Yeah, Poco, Poco Loco, Loco is fantastic. Is an agent of chaos. Yeah. <laughs> like, and everyone's we're gonna learn so ab- serious. And we're really quick, we're going to learn about the first of two, like, superpower systems in this part, because why not both? If uh, yeah. all you all you all you people that watch part three for the first time and say, "Hey, why didn't Joseph use his hormone more?" Well, mm-hmm. uh, you're gonna get you're gonna kind of get that uh, retroactively in this part because 
yeah, we'll find out. We won't talk about it right now. But uh, that's, yeah, that's going to be it for this week, folks. I mm-hmm. can't stop talking because Steel Bar Run is so good. And Steel we Bar warned you we're going to gush about this a lot. A lot. <laughs> All right. So, yeah, that'll end it for us this week. Next week, steel, still Steel Ball Run from here until, like, 2020. Yeah. Probably. Uh, at least. At least, yeah. I was just thinking, like, we would probably finish it before 2021, I think. Yeah. Um, and we got a Jojolian next week. Mm-hmm. We'll see where this arc goes, if anywhere. Because, <laughs> well... Wait, oh, shit, I clicked on this colored scans for Jojolian. I wanted the regular scans. <laughs> Dang- Wait, we had a chapter, that, we had an arc that was just called Pursuit, right? Did we? I don't know. I swear to God. Um, oh, I think it was one of those arcs that was renamed. Wait, no, we have chapters called Pursuer. Come on, come on. <laughs> Dangerous Pursuit Part 2 We'll talk about it next week And see if it was worth the wait eh, We'll find out <laughs> we'll Find out Andy is doubtful I am optimistic as always As um, always Jack tell them where to find us You can find us Home base on our SoundCloud uh, You can find us wherever you listen to podcasts Whether that's Apple Podcasts Google Play Pretty sure we're on Spotify these days we got an RSS feed. You can find all of the links to what we do um, on the r slash Starters Crusaders subreddit. I po- make a post every week. Um, that That's our whole collection of things. Uh, you can find us on Twitter at JoJo underscore cast if you don't want to go on Reddit. Um, and that's everything we got for you. Feel free to ask us any questions or comments please leave us reviews on the various podcasting sites i'd love to read those oh yeah i checked our itunes reviews recently lots of nice stuff thank you guys yeah, yeah it's really more than it. it's more than we deserve oh way more <laughs> considering the amount of effort we put in here yeah but well, y'all like it. it yeah and that's good and so. i also i checked recently we are on google podcasts i guess everything that was on google play transitioned to google podcasts and uh, uh I, oh cool yeah, yeah. So I don't even know if Google Play Podcast is a thing anymore. So if you don't have it and you're days are numbered for Google Play. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> get uh get the Google Podcast app. I was actually messing around with it. It's really cool. If you're an Pretty iPhone slick. user, obviously just use iTunes because you don't have you don't really have a choice. Uh, yeah, you don't have a reason. There's really no reason not to use iTunes if you have an iPhone. But if you're on Android, Google Podcast is actually a pretty damn good app. So go find us on there, and you can look at the horrifyingly long list of episodes of this show but uh without without more rambling thank you for joining us guys we will see you next week catch you later guys bye